Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome on board. WKOK's live telephone talk show On the Mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe is directly across from me. Say something. All right. <laughs> well, yeah, I thought I'd see you. He said, uh, "See what you would do if I paused for a moment." Joe's doing a Joe Biden news conference. That's over right. There on the market sponsor by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. Toll-free line open. Call us one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. Email us at on the market at wkok.com and text us at seven zero two three six if you'd like to weigh in. We got some great texts left over from yesterday and some great emails left over from yesterday. So we'll try to sift uh, through some of those, but we favor phone calls. Folks uh, sent us a nasty gram overnight uh, saying, I sent you an email and you didn't read it right away. We try to squeeze in the emails and the text as fast as we can, but it's the WKOK live telephone talk telephone show. Talk show. So we're glad you weigh in via text and email. And, and they have a priority, but the top priority is calls. So uh, that's why we favored calls as the program uh, wound down yesterday. And I am not what you described in that letter, okay? Oh, yeah? What did they describe you as? Well, as a little... Well, I'll tell you later, but a, a little one, not a big one. Just oh, a, okay. a little... Um, I'll describe... I'll tell you later. Excrement? Does that have something to do with excrement? <laughs> no. Somebody oh, right. who participates in an activity. Oh, well, now I'm going to have to think about that one. <laughs> Write it out for me. <laughs> Shove the note across. All right. <laughs> Are you happy now? <laughs> Yes, as a matter of fact, an app description. And, you know, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry we can't share that one with you folks. All right, it starts with the letter F, and we'll leave it at that. On the Mark is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. You can check them out at sunburymotors.com. Toll-free line open, as I mentioned, 1-800-795-9565. Email on the mark at wkok.com, and you can text us at 70236. We'll be talking about the Sunbury Motor Company coming up, but go ahead and go to sunburymotors.com right now. Now, and I stopped building Ford Rangers that I don't buy because uh, we're building F-150s and Broncos. So. Which you aren't buying either, right? <laughs> not, not really. But, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about what's going to You were really high on the Bronco last week. What's happened? Well, it's it's still here. I still got the book here, and I still got the sticker, and Kyle's going to show me another vehicle today. He's uh, talking about the electric Mustang, so uh, I think I'll get a chance to see that. I'm not driving these vehicles, so I'm not tainting your vehicle with my... My uh, ugly behind, but this is an opportunity for you to uh, f- uh, we find out and study all of these vehicles with the sticker and with the uh, the buttons and so on, and the books. We find out about them with the books. Well, as many cars and trucks as you've built online over the years, you should be the world's <laughs> foremost authority the, on Ford vehicles. I am the Sunbury <laughs> Motor Company. All right, uh, promise to get to, to some emails. Uh, Larry sent us an email a couple of days ago that related to Texas, and uh, they are handling the, the dilemmas that they had down here. Joe, would you read that? Yeah, this is a very good one because we, we asked that 
that time. We mentioned that Larry G. often corresponded with us from Texas. He said, Congressman Muser did reference Pennsylvania to Texas, uh, compare the two. What I took from his comment was he wants Pennsylvania's economy to be more like Texas. Yesterday, Texas was recognized for the ninth consecutive year for having the strongest economy and the largest economic growth in the United States. As for the energy problems from the weather, yes, there are still a lot of people suffering due to losses caused by the storm. The exact reasons behind the failures are being reviewed as I type this. So far, so far, the top management, ERCOT, have resigned, and yesterday the head of the Texas PUC resigned. We will get to the bottom of the real causes behind the failure. Eric's cousin is partially right. Energy has been a driving force of our state's economy for over 100 years. As for Mr. Muser's comments about the open border, he understands the problem. No, no. Understated. Oh, understated the problem. Sorry. Thank you for catching that mistake. (laughs) He understated the problem. Since President Biden came into office, more than 4,800 people are coming across the border daily. If this problem is not addressed, almost 2 million people will have entered the country illegally. Another great program. Looking forward to more conversations like this. This morning on the news, they said that at least 108 people with COVID-19 have been allowed in across our southern border. They have not stopped them. You know, that's insane. On one hand, Joe Biden's calling people Neanderthals for opening up, and yet he's opening up the border to people streaming across with disease. In what way did President Biden open up the border? Well, by the way, Larry G. just talk comments here about the problem. Right, what did... he Has he rescinded all of President Trump's uh, actions, which actually had had the situation stabilized? I mean, you can't ignore the fact that it was stabilized Not and decreasing ignoring. under Donald Trump. What was happening at the border yesterday when Donald Trump was president and what's happening today? Describe the difference. Well, for one thing, that truckload, they cut a hole in the fence and the truckloads of people came driving through, one, of, one vehicle of which was in a terrible accident with 14 people killed. They had cut the back seat out of the vehicle no, so no, they can cram more people in. I don't mean about incidents like that. I'm sure there's many holes in the border. President Trump had a series of policies as related to immigration, and now President Biden has a series of them. Like keeping people in. What were they? Well, among other things, keeping people in Mexico, letting them apply for asylum, but making them stay in Mexico until their case could be reviewed. Instead of bringing them into this country and letting them roam around uh, indefinitely, you know, those are the kind of things. Now, under the Biden administration, there's been a huge surge in the number of unaccompanied minors coming to the border. I think there were like 17,000 the estimate are going to show up, and they are keeping them not in cages, they're keeping them in shipping containers. So now it's kids in containers instead of kids in cages. Well, that's much better. That's a, that's a good Yes, situation. I think a shipping container is far superior to a, a chain link Well, fence. who would want to live in a uh, shipping container, in a, con- in a cage? Well, who wants to live in a shipping container, Mark? <laughs> if you have a shipping <laughs> container. All right, another email. Chill, says, good morning, everyone. Early this morning, I watched C-SPAN on TV. The Arizona court was petitioning the Supreme Court about the way the vote was taken in Arizona. Here's what the Democratic Party wanted and wants. Open voting. Allow everything. No boundaries when it comes to our vote. The justices asked them some questions why we should keep the laws written. Arizona said we shouldn't. My opinion, very dangerous. All right. Thank you for that. Appreciate that. Uh, why do we have to do this this way? Yeah, there we go. All right. Voting rights should not 
cancel voting wrongs. I think this last election should stress a federal ID to vote, and all ballot counting must be open to the public viewing, regardless of health or welfare circumstances. Yeah, I don't know if we could come up with Could we come up with a federal ID card? Would that even be possible? We have one, Social Security cards. Right, but that doesn't have a photograph, and it's not a form of ID. In fact, it's specifically it says listed you're as, not supposed to use right. it as a form of it's ID. It's the one thing you're not supposed, supposed to, to use. Do. But it's the one card everybody has. And, of course, the reason why they put that on there is because of the paranoia in the 30s and 40s of people who felt that the government was going to issue them identity cards. For some uh-huh. reason, just like people don't like to register the idea of gun registration, they don't like the idea of people registration, that the government in a free country shouldn't know too much about your business. Well, another factor was uh, in the 80s when I went to Penn State, your Social Security number was your student number, that and that was a great system. But the dilemma was, along came uh, the Internet and uh, identity theft, and uh, back then, hundreds of Social Security numbers were in plain sight all the time because of student rosters and lists. You know, if you tried out for something, you know, your Social Security number was there. If you did uh, a wide range of things, you know, anything you did at school, your Social Security was the way that they listed So you were one nine nine eight six three three two two. Wow, good <laughs> guess. They were actually pretty close. But, really are. Um, so, well, in any event, that is why I've memorized my Social Security number, because I needed to know it in the 80s. Otherwise, I probably wouldn't, have, wouldn't know it by heart. But in any event, so they had to stop doing that. So now it is not used as a form of student identification. You know, Penn State gives you a, a number and a tattoo and says, this is your thing. So that's your, that's your number now. But in any event, yeah, federal idea, if it could work, but there are many, many, many people who cannot get uh, but Mark, that, that's, that's the symptom. That's not the problem. Right. The symptom can be cured by having some kind of setup where people can easily get their card, whether it's setting mobile trucks around into every neighborhood to take your picture and well, issue you your card. Well, you have an existing Social Security Administration. Maybe they could undertake the project. Well, yeah. You know, usually I hear it's old. All the old people don't wouldn't be able to get there. But, I mean, if they can get to the Social Security office... But I would think a mobile mobile trucks would work. You know, it's like what does Evan have that mobile doctor's office that they take around from community to community? Mm-hmm. They certainly could set up uh, mobile units to take your picture and issue the card right on the spot. Right, you know, it? driver's licenses do that. When you go to get your driver's license, they take your picture and they give you your driver's license within a few minutes. We started to talk a little about immigration. One of our listeners sent us a lengthy note. Joe, I think if you uh, went read the bottom half of that, that would kind of expedite this. Okay. I would be hard-pressed to tell you of any time in our travels where the house cleaners in each hotel we stayed in were not speaking Spanish or a language very similar. I am quite sure that most of the kitchen staff were also minorities. St. Louis, Oklahoma City, Cleveland, Pittsburgh, Columbus, you picked the city. Several days ago, I heard Stan say, send them back. Well, this is just one area of gainful employment that would go begging for help without these workers. Can't begin to tell you how many are here legally, but they are here, or here they are, if you will, filling jobs most of our citizens wouldn't want. There are many other such jobs as fruit and vegetable pickers that few Americans would do at the price these workers are now doing them. Just guessing, our colleges and high schools lack training in such fields. Well, he's talking about the fact that he travels a lot, and every hotel he goes to all over the world, they find Hispanics are filling the job of house 
bookkeeping staff. And I, I certainly have known this to be true uh, locally and in my travels. You go there and you, you talk to individuals that are taking good care of the hotel. And, uh, you, you know, you say to the maid that's taking good care of things, uh, you know, uh, you know, thanks for doing what you're doing. Keep up the good work. You know, and she says, I think they prefer the tip. <laughs> yeah, see? Well, yeah, give them five bucks or ten bucks or whatever you leave in the room. And uh, I think the uh, – but they don't speak English when they they talk back to you. And they feign that they know what you're saying. But, the, you know, in many cases, I don't think – some of them do. Many do, but some don't. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's an excellent point. Well, and the landscaping industry would collapse if it weren't for individuals who weren't originally from this country. Sorry, I just think that's true. We'll take more calls or comers on this topic. We have a series of texts built up. So, we'll Oh, sit. yes, but more importantly, we need to talk about Joe Biden being managed by his handlers. <laughs> a puppet, I think, is what some people call Somebody's it. Somebody's pulling the strings howdy-doody-like here. A marionette. Yep. All right, 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number, 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarketwkok.com. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Find out. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. We've got one caller lined up, but we'll take more comers. We have uh, glanced at immigration. Joe doesn't know really what the specific policies were under the Biden or what under the Trump I just administration. Them to you? No, I'm. You, yes, I did. You mentioned one incident. That's not a no. Bi- no, a I mentioned the policy about keeping the oh, people that kids in Mexico. In cages. Okay, we got they you. They weren't negotiated with the Mexican government to close the southern border well, no, of Mexico and the northern part, and they're not. Biden revoked that. But no, he didn't revoke that. That process is still going in Mexico, is still doing that. It's just there's a, well, also anyway. a surge of individuals who are getting in legally and illegally. If anybody would like to succinctly explain the differences between President Trump and President Biden, we would take that call. Uh, we all know about the results of the changes and the results of the surge that's happening at the border, but you what we don't know... just don't want to get to the real issue here today. Uh, we'll, we'll get the fact to that Joe Biden is being managed to such a degree that he can't even answer questions. They cut him off if he tries to start. On the mark, brought to you by the Sunbury <laughs> Motor Company. It's a family-owned dealership since 1915. 4th Street, Sunbury, Routes 11 and 15, Hummel's Wharf. And they invite you to do what I have done, and that's go to sunburymotors.com. And I looked up a brand-new Ford Bronco because uh, Kyle brought one up the other week for us to uh, look at and learn about and examine. And so I did do that. And guess what I learned about that vehicle? It's an affordable Ford 
four-cylinder turbocharged uh, vehicle, SUV, a small SUV that can go uh, the six-goat modes, eight-way power seat, remote start, 10-speaker Bang & Olufsen sound system, HD radio, dual-zone auto temp AC, wireless phone charging, uh, reverse sensing system, power moonroof, you name it, plus the Ford Pass that lets you start and stop and run the vehicle from your smartphone. Uh, you can do a test drive now at Sunbury Motors, then order your Bronco Sport and have it built and shipped directly from the factory within 10 to 12 weeks. Uh, they will build a perfect vehicle for you. Maybe you want that Yakima roof rack already on it, or uh, you don't want the Badlands uh, version of it. You want the Wildlands version of it that is even more off-road. Uh, you can try that particular one, or uh, you can try one of the many other ones that are available. And some are really made for city driving, just in case you got to get into some snow and so on, But or others are made for off-road and everything in between. So please check out the new Ford Bronco, the Bronco Sport. We had one up here, and we took some pictures of it. We posted them on Facebook, and uh, we would love for you to look at that. So Joe Biden held a news conference. No, he- no. No, no, no. He was talking to Democrats yesterday. Okay. And at the end of it, he offered to take questions and was immediately cut off by his staff. Questions, if that's what I'm supposed to do, Nance, whatever you want me to do. That's it. And then it was, that's it. Oh, that is the end. That is the Well, they, there's a tone. It went to a tone. I'm sorry we didn't get the tone. Oh, okay. Well, but it right. went to one of those bar screens where, where the color's on that Color they use it like a test, test pattern. And there was beep. <laughs> and Joe Biden was cut off. Oh. And you know what's interesting? Every other president for the last 100 years has held a standalone press conference sometime during their first 33 days in office. But not Joe Biden. He has not. I don't, know. I don't do think that? he's capable. Of, yeah, I don't. I don't think, I don't think so either. I don't. I don't. I mean, I'm not. And that's scary. Well, I think he he certainly knows what his policies are, but that live hot mic Q and A isn't his speciality. So uh, it doesn't surprise me that he's not doing it. I too wish that he would, but uh, you know he, he doesn't want to do any gaffes or do anything that's going to hurt their chances of having uh, the. Uh, you know, get, getting a, an, a better Democrat in there in four years, so he's not going to do that. He's not going to do anything. What if he's not but good you, at you it? You could stop right there. You could stop right there. He's not going to do anything that's going to get him in trouble. He's not going to do anything that would hurt uh, the opportunity for Kamala or whomever it happens to be to be the next uh, president of the U.S. I mean, you know, why would he do something like that? Well, you, you, what you're saying is he's incapable then of handling himself, that if he attempted it, he would do something so terrible that it would destroy <laughs> the Democratic Party for years to come? That's what you're saying. No, that's what you're thinking. That's you, what you're saying. By the time they go through your Fox funnels and into your ears, that's what you hear. But what I'm actually saying is, look, they they have a great thing going here. They, they got Democrats in some of the key positions in the House and the Senate, and of course they got slight majorities in those uh, two rooms. They have no majority in the House and Senate, rather. Really, Kamala doesn't vote Democrat. She's suddenly the Republican. Senate is tied fifty-fifty. Okay. Well, is she there is not no a majority. Key... There, there is a tie-breaking vote, but there is no majority in the Senate. So she is not a key person. She is, but she's not a senator. Well, I didn't say they were all senators. I said they have a slight majority. You said we have key people in the Senate. All right, Joe. Key people. Oh my gosh. <laughs> But seriously, Joe Biden... Yeah, well, you, you talk for a while. I'll just stand down and listen. <laughs> Joe Biden, I think, you know, is past his prime. I mean, you know, they have that sell-by date on food at the grocery store. You buy a gallon of milk and there's a sell-by date on it. I think Joe Biden is past his sell-by date. Dale, how about you? 
I just, I'm just going to call and say, you know, <clears throat> about this Capitol, right? I don't really care if Trump's out of there. I don't care who are. President don't mean nothing to me, but everybody's thinking it's coming close to finding out what happened to the Capitol. Well, we know that the chief sergeant for the Capitol said that Pentagon held them back. So basically now you're talking about the CIA involved. So Ron Johnson and the media is going to put the spin on it now. Ron Johnson worked for the CIA and the media worked for the CIA. So it's never going to end. Nobody's going to get prosecuted. You ain't going to find out what, what truly happened. So, By I chief mean, sergeant, do you mean the sergeant at arms? Yeah, yeah. Basically, I mean, right there, now we're really, now the story's getting to an end. Next thing you know, the spin doctors will come in, which is Ron Johnson, who probably works for the CIA, and the media works for the CIA. So... It's never going to end again. This soap opera just is so funny. I don't pay much attention to it, but I do know it's a soap opera, and they're just scamming you. So the media works that's for the they, That's why they put Biden in there, because of your brain levels. They want to give you marijuana so your brain stoops down to his level. I mean, it's brutal. Well, it, I don't even know how you watch the soap opera. It's sick. Is the Bar Association all, involved in this anyway? Oh, well, yeah. Well, I mean, come on, Joe. Well, no, I'm asking. I know you've, you've led you me to believe they're the root of all evil. Joe, like I told you, I mean, come on, man. They've been selling snake oil for how many years, Joe? Who has? Who's selling the snake oil? Person. Who's selling it? I, I, you lost me. Who's selling the snake oil? The bar Same people are selling the vaccine and the and, uh, virus. Come on, man. Oh, so they're come selling on. snake oil and the vaccine they and the just, virus. Yeah, they, our, our, our government just killed a bunch of seniors, and you're just going to sit there and, and question. Dude, never <laughs> ending. The I'm trying to understand. You're telling me there's. Huh? You're telling me there's a threat to our democracy, Dale. You're, you're telling me there's a threat to our democracy. I'm only asking you questions to try and find out how deep it goes and how how serious it is. They care about you just like ambulance chasers cares about you. I'm just telling you. Okay. Come on, Joe. Well, I think ambulance it's, chasers it's, do care about me if they think they can make a buck. Well, that's what I'm saying. What's running this country? And I tell you. People, you can stay tuned and think this is going to come to a head, but right now the spin doctor, media is controlling narrative, and then Ron Johnson works with CIA. So the CIA needs to be held responsible. They need to come up within the next week and, you know, blow the lid off this because the integrity of every agency now in the United States is trash. Well, Dale, earlier it's you said so that, earlier you My said tax that dollars are just going right out the tubes, and they're just going to laugh, and nobody's right going to be held responsible. And you're going to ask these stupid questions. Uh, I'm Joe. sorry. I, I guess you're I am. You're about as bad as Biden. You're about. You are as bad as Biden. You are. Uh, but, you, but you said earlier the media was working for the CIA. How many employees does the CIA have? Yeah, didn't you get that report? How many uh, in the mainstream media? How many operatives of CIA working in mainstream media? No, I, I didn't. Every That's why I'm asking NBC, you. CBS, didn't you get that report? Or no? no, I'm sorry. Where, where, where was this report issued? I didn't get it. I didn't it was see just it. Released like two weeks ago. That showed how many uh, CIA domestic CIA operatives work. Yeah, work Kyle inside. brought it up from Sunbury Motors. The report. Yeah, come on, man. I come mean, on, dude, Joe. This is so bad. Work with us here. You're about as bad as Biden. You are. You're about as bad as Biden. Uh, I, I guess know. I am. I mean, I, I'm just kind of in the weeds here, Dale. I'm trying to understand. Maybe you put the marijuana away or something. I don't know. That's great. <laughs> put the marijuana. There is a grow factory in Shimokan Dam. Well, I know, but I'm not in charge of it. Does that have an odor? Yeah, but, I mean, Biden's brain is so fried. That's what I'm saying. The CIA, if we have somebody with the CIA running the, uh, with his bad brain as Biden, we're, we're in trouble. All right. Really. Ron Johnson is... Uh, obviously working for the CIA. He's going to steer this so bad now because 
They're they're wearing, they're sweating bullets. Just trust me. Stay tuned for the set. This the soap opera because it's just it's going to go into the next episode. Then they're going to create a false flag probably today or or, or the sixth so they okay. can try to get out of the woods. All right, thank you so much, Dale. Thanks. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't get. Don't get what exactly what you're saying. I'm just going to have to get my Joe Biden. What's nope. that stuff they take to a Joe Biden improve news your me- right improve there. your memory? Uh, uh, you can't remember the name. Pico of the- Biloba. <laughs> we can't remember the name. Can't remember the name of that stuff that takes to improve your mind. Uh, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, Dale's right. always talking about these horrible things that are going to happen. I'm just trying to figure out exactly <laughs> when they're going to happen and how they're going to happen and who's complicit. Come on, Joe. They're well, selling <laughs> snake oil. You know that. Well, in the vaccine. The Bar Association. I mean, I thought I was getting the COVID vaccine. Apparently, I'm getting injected with snake, snake oil. <laughs> snake oil. What is snake oil, by the way? Uh, you take snakes and you squeeze them really hard and oil comes I out. I thought maybe you put them in the blender, you know, and then just... <laughs> no, there's no such thing as a snake-o-matic. There's a bass matic yeah, that was one of my favorites from the old days of Saturday Night Live. Well, in relation to that uh, caller, one of our listeners sends a note, says, yesterday you mentioned in jest, I believe, banning Catcher in the Rye. I haven't seen any recent data, but in the 1970s, the Catcher in the Rye had been the most banned book in the country. That was my point. We, we, we've come full circle. We, we now read the book, and now they're going to try and take it away again. And I, I don't know of anything to take Catcher in the Rye again away, but they're taking Dr. Seuss away. Speaking of that, I saw some posts on the internet of one person saying, well, I work at a library and I know the real story and you people are stupid who think this is an issue. But it is an issue anytime you suppress a book, to me. Books are ideas and thoughts and they deserve to be read and considered, not banned and pushed aside and not published. <laughs> it's Dr. Seuss. <laughs> I don't care who it is. <laughs> okay. Yeah, society is grinded to When they halt. come for Dr. Seuss, it's one thing. When they come for some other great oh, author... Oh my gosh. First it was the Chinaman. Next thing you know, it'll be old bald men. <laughs> you just never know. Well, watch the old bald part. There's, well, there's some of them in the books. You're listening to WKOK Sunbury. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome on board. WKOK's live telephone talk show on the mark. Kevin was just in here adjusting the lights. He's getting ready to do a video presentation of this. You'll be able to watch it on this program on the WKOK Sports YouTube channel. Well, we'll probably start the WKOK YouTube channel just for that. So, uh, But coming soon, you'll get an opportunity to see Joe and I doing our on the mark show. There's an exciting concept. <laughs> <laughs> well, if uh, your morning is very quiet, this Will is... I have to wear makeup? Will they have to powder down my bald head no, so the lights don't our, shine oh, on it? We okay. do have to wear makeup, but we have to do it ourselves. Oh, okay. Gee, this is exciting. Right. Will they at least provide us the makeup? One of our good listeners has the same memory you do, says, That was funny, Joe. Can't remember the name of a medicine for remembering things. <laughs> that, that is cute. Yeah, we, we, To this day, we don't know which one it was. Oh, it was ginkgo biloba. It was supposed to increase No, your but there's a current one. Well, that might have been the one. Well, there's a prescription drug. 
No, there's a different no. one. All right. Well, I forget the name of it. Anyway, aside from uh, one of our listeners sends us a note says, aside from a president who can't even answer questions approved by Nancy, yeah, the Democrats have a good thing going. <laughs> yeah, they don't want to rock the boat. So, all right, 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number on the mark sponsor by the Sunbury Motor Company. Please do as I've done on many occasions. Go to sunburymotors.com. Our toll-free line is open. Call us 1-800-795-9565. Email us at onthemarket.kok.com and text us at 70236. We do have a dearth of uh, emails at the moment, but we have an abundance of texts, so we'll read as many of those as possible. And one caller standing by. In the news, guys. Singer and Evangelical Community Hospital will be able to maintain a small partnership. We get more on that uh, from Mr. Matt Catrillo. Both hospitals and the Department of Justice announced Wednesday an agreement allowing Geisinger to maintain a minority investment in Evangelical. The judgment resolves the underlying Department of Justice lawsuit filed in August 2020. The two entities wanted a more substantial agreement, but the department said that would be non-competitive and illegal. The agreement is still pending a public comments period and a final court decision later this year. Evangelical President and CEO Kendra Auker stressed the agreement confirms Evangelical still as an independent hospital and using Geisinger financial support to strengthen facilities and services. Geisinger's investment supports Evangelical's prime expansion project and a renovated intensive care unit. The agreement paves the way for Evangelical services to continue at Tier 1 status in the Geisinger Health Plan, meaning individuals with that coverage do not face higher out-of-pocket costs when seeking their care at Evangelical. Matt Catrillo, News Radio 1070, WKOK. And as far as the local COVID 19 numbers, still low numbers around here. Northumberland County has 30 new cases. They've hit 8,000 total cases since the start of the pandemic. Union County, 12 new cases. Snyder County, 10. And Montour County, 1. Hospitalizations continue to go down and vaccinations continue to go up. Governor Tom Wolf says Pennsylvania will vaccinate teachers ASAP. That's everybody teachers, bus drivers, staff, cafeteria staff, janitors, management, so that we can get our children back to in-person classrooms uh, as quickly as possible. Which, of course, many local districts have already accomplished safely in this immediate area, but many districts still have chosen to stay online. PIAA out with their guidelines for spring sports. Pittsburgh Tribune reviews spring sports athletes and coaches can shed their masks when outdoors as long as they maintain six feet of social distance. According to new PIAA guidelines for COVID-19, the board met online Wednesday and approved the new guidelines for baseball, softball, track, and other spring sports. And uh, Philadelphia and three other municipalities in Pennsylvania are suing the state over what they call was the covert use of legislative power to block local bans on plastic bags. The lawsuit asks the statewide Commonwealth Court to declare the state's ban on bans of constitutional uh, of uh, bans on plastic bags unconstitutional. The other plaintiffs are Westchester, Narberth, and Lower Marion Township, all municipalities who would favor a ban on plastic bags, but the state legislature in recent years passed a ban on bans on plastic bags. In other words, you're not allowed to ban them in Pennsylvania. They never saw litter. They didn't love in Harrisburg. All right, that is the uh, news headlines. I like plastic bags. They're easy to carry. They're loaded down with stuff. All right, a lot of municipalities want to get rid of them.
Say, good morning. So building a wall will keep people out. Laughing out loud, they cut down one, wake up at... No, they cut down... They cut one down, wake up, it won't ever stop. Well, okay, there's a pessimistic assessment. People <laughs> will be uh, coming over the, over the border one way or another, even with a wall. Right. Well, we got Mike from Bloomsburg on the line. Mike, good morning. You're on the mark. Good morning. Um, I want to switch away from presidential stuff if I can. Sure. I, I read the article in, uh, in the Press Enterprise about the deal that was cut between um, PP&L slash Talent Industries and the Montour Preserve. And it bothers me because once again I can see that taxpayers are going to wind up having to maintain that dam wall. Uh, this is a great example of corporate welfare right there. And it also bothers me, I read that the ash pit is 155 unlined acres filled with, you name the chemical, I mean, you name the, the mercury arsenic in there. Uh, I just find that to be outrageous. And uh, another good example, and I'm not pick, I, I sound like I'm picking on PB&L today, but taxpayers also fund the, the, the uh, storage units for the spent nuclear fuel over there. So, and I'm all for my public utility company. I, I used to love PPNL; it provided great jobs. But they shift when things go bad. They shift the cost over to taxpayers. And um, I don't know. I li- I'd like to know what your listeners think about that. I, I I'm offended by the whole thing. Wouldn't you do a liability transfer if you could and make it look good? Hey, we're giving you a Montour Preserve. Here you go. Enjoy yourself. Have a nice day. But you have to maintain the dam, and uh, we're going to give you a ash pit. <laughs> yeah, well, they I, made it sound like they were giving, giving everybody a big gift, and I'm like, whoa. Yeah, plus a million dollars. But anyway... That's my comment for today. Have a great day. Yeah, thank you You so much. Yeah, this is a—it's a complex issue, and certainly the Montour Preserve is self-sustaining at the moment, thanks to donations and and grants and things like that that are coming primarily from corporations. But uh, when you're given these big elements, and they're not getting the power plant, which will be able to generate revenue to support this in the decades ahead, they're only given the troubles, right? (laughs) The dam and the and the Ashpit. Going back to the president, do you know who was with him when he got cut off? Who may have pulled the trigger? Nancy Pelosi. Oh, because he was talking there? to her. He said, I could take some questions if you'd like, Nance. I uh, know that what would do you want only me to hurt do? the ball club. <laughs> well, you see, this is, this is what's happening. I'm, I'm going to play this second cut here. Thank you, Rob, for uh, gar- garnering these cuts. Uh, Joe Biden came into office and said, you know, we're going to have a kinder, gentler administration. We're done with the name-calling oh, of we're president. done with the name-calling. Okay. Right. We're all finished with it. We are on the cusp of being able to fundamentally change the nature of this disease because of the way in which we're able to get vaccines in people's arms. We've been able to move that all the way up to the end of May to have enough for every American to get every adult American to get a shot. And the last thing, the last thing we need is the Neanderthal thinking that in the meantime, everything's fine. Take off your mask. Forget it. It still matters. So in the basket wait, wait, of deplorables wait. were now Neanderthals. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Yeah. I thought we were done with the name-calling. Right. Well, you know, that's not name-calling. It's that's, It's okay if, if a Democrat does it. If Joe Biden does it, it's not name-calling. It's just a, just an adjective. But I will admit Neanderthal is mild compared to some of the things Donald Trump let loose. Right. 
Yes. I, I'll have to admit that. Yes, Sleepy Joe indicated earlier that he wouldn't dignify the phrase Sleepy Joe by calling President Trump a name until now. now well, he didn't but call him Trump a name. Now he's talking about the Texas well, people, right? You know, but here's the thing. They, they're all in Ron DeSantis for opening up Florida. And yet Florida's kind of in the middle of the pack among states with, with the COVID vaccine. They haven't. You would think an open state that's been open and staying open, you would think if the science was telling you the right thing, that they would be devastated down there, that people would be dropping like flies. But they aren't. Speaking of science. And yet, this will not. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, and yet, New York and California, they are dropping like flies. And here's what Joe says about the science. This will not occur. We'll not have everybody vaccinated until sometime in the summer. We have the vaccine to do it. Getting a shot in someone's arm and getting a second shot, you're going to take time. And it's critical, 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 critical that they follow the science. Wash your hands, hot water, do it frequently, wear a mask, and stay socially distanced. And uh, I know you all know that. I wish the heck some of our elected officials knew it. So... I'm what's not sure it, what's what his point. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. He just wants everybody to get a shot. To get the second shot. Well, yep. you know, uh, there's nothing wrong with that. But, you know, he's talking about, now, uh, when was he saying that we're going to have enough vaccine? Uh, by the end of May. May. But he's now, now saying it's going to be difficult to get the shots in people's arms. Right. And, by the end of May, by then we will have enough vaccines with the different doses oh, that are coming. He for, said follow the science. For every adult. But the science says it's safe to go back to school. But the teachers' union says it's not safe. And so we don't follow the science. We follow the teachers' union. The unions. teachers' union. Who have well, bought and paid for Joe Biden. That is the motto at most universities. Follow the science or whatever union is giving you all your money. Well, I think that's the problem. You know, votes. If we're going to follow the science, we follow the science in everything. Hmm. You know, if, if that's our mantra, follow the science, and that's what makes us believable and credible, then we need to follow all the science, not One, just the part of it we like. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. Uh, Tom is waiting patiently. Good morning, sir. You're on the mark. Well, you know, I I thought when Biden ran for president, I thought, you know, he'll probably he'll probably be all right, but I'll tell you, this guy's really surprised me how good he is. <laughs> I mean, he may, he may go down as probably one of the best presidents ever. I know he annoys you, that's how I know he's good. He annoys <laughs> Joe, he annoys Joe. He really annoys Joe. So I know he's doing a great job. I think he's the best president we've had in the last 60 years, Tom. The best? Yeah. Now, what do you think? You just said he's The he best know. we've had in the past 60 <laughs> years. I think he's the best we've had ever. Oh, man. You need some help, brother. I mean, uh, he just look what he just told. Uh, he just gonna, he's going to put more sanctions on Russia for, for uh, poisoning this, uh, I don't know, this guy that don't like him. I can't remember what the guy's oh, name is. Devalny. Navalny, he's going to put sanctions on Russia for if he don't let him out of prison. And if he tries to poison me again. I mean, if, if that would be Donald Trump, he'd be sending him kisses. He'd be sending him val- valentines all for chocolate candy. No, well, the difference here is that Biden's doing that to the Chinese. He's sending them the valentines no, and the candy. No, he's not. Now you just want to change it over to something else because you don't like what I'm saying. 
No, I, I know I, your game. I know your game, Joe. I think that Joe Biden favors the Chinese, don't you? Oh yeah. Well, that's what you think, but you don't know too much. Okay. Well, you tell me where I'm wrong. He said they aren't. Well, you tell our, me he what, said what he did. What did he do? He said what they're did good. He do to he, make China. What he, did he do? He said they're good folks. They're not our. They're not our en- enemy. Oh, he said that a long time ago. Well, Donald, Donald Trump said something politically. Hey, he said that didn't mean anything. That was said how many how many years ago was that said? Twenty five or thirty years ago? As opposed to Donald Trump saying some nasty things oh, before he was he elected. That, he said that when he wasn't even president. He was probably he was probably twenty five years old yeah, when he said and that. And the stuff you bring up about Donald Trump, he said before he oh, was even president. Come on, Joe. Come you on. just don't want to admit that. Look, look, look how on, he's getting Joe. this this COVID straightened out. This mess that Trump left. Trump didn't leave a mess. If it weren't for Trump, we he wouldn't even have the vaccine. He, he did leave a mess. He didn't have enough vaccine, and he didn't have a plan to get it in the arms. Uh, who And who got and us the far, vaccine? Who got us the vaccine? This, and as far as this development, Joe, if you knew anything, you would know that George w., this thing started back in the George W. Bush era when they, when they found out that it was taking too long to make vaccines. They spent a lot of money to develop these techniques that you could make a vaccine quicker and they went on they even spent money in the in the, in the Obama administration that's well, how come they could make these vaccines do you quicker. remember do you remember it had nothing to do with Trump oh yes it did it had everything to do no, with Trump it didn't. They, they, they didn't have a they didn't have a vaccine and Joe they Biden did not have a vaccine you want to talk about lies but they, had the, but they had the technique they had the techniques that were that were uh, made years before. Hey Tom, how about how it. about Biden's assertion that when he came into the off White House, the cupboard was bare? And even Dr. Fauci said, "No, that's not right. There was a lot of vaccine available." I mean, Biden lies just like every other politician. No, he doesn't. Yes, no, you're he does. just switching everything around. Well, yeah. yeah, because I'm telling you some facts you don't want to hear. No, you're not telling me facts. You're in a dream. You're telling me in your dreams again. You're dreaming again. <laughs> that Fauci's on TV saying that. Biden's on TV. He's saying that that the oh, cupboard was you're empty. Switching everything around. I'm you know not. what, Joe? And I I'm surprised you're not down in Washington D.C. today. Yeah, that's right. Donald today Trump's going to be inaugurated. Yes, they're right. going to they're going to re-inaugurate Trump today. Yeah, we're looking forward gonna to it. Going to be a big parade. He's going to become the 19th president of the United States, according to the QOP. It's going to be a big parade, Tom. It's going to be a biggie. Yeah, the QOP. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't go down today. You and Dan and Lance and Al and, and uh, I got to stop Dick you guys. And Harry and everybody else. I'm surprised <laughs> yeah, you didn't Tom, go down. Dick and Harry, they do call here occasionally. Yes, well, Harry do. hasn't called in a while. All right, thank you so much, Tom. Yeah, thanks, Tom. Thanks, thanks for checking in. Very but I mean, much Tom, Tom doesn't want to admit it, but Joe Biden did say that. He said the cupboard was empty, no vaccine, and he had to be corrected by Dr. Fauci, his, his hero. 1-800-795-9565. we got two open lines. Two are occupied, but two are open. Give us a buzz. 1-800-795-9565. We're joining an open phones Thursday, and we would love if you would join us. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. 
The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. Still two open lines, 1-800-795-9565, right here. Right, right. in reality, one of our texters says, people should be more mad about Texas and Mississippi opening up 100% against the professionals' advice. This is what the Republicans want to keep this virus alive. Just so wrong. Get your vaccine when you can. All right. Cindy, thank you for waiting. You're on the mark. Good morning, gentlemen. I I dare to do something reckless, which is to change the subject. (laughs) It gets kind of tedious listening to, uh uh-huh, nah-uh, uh-huh, nah-uh, which, sadly enough, much of our discourse seems to denigrate into. Anyway, what I called about was the governor has put forward a proposal about charter schools, and it... Some of the pieces of it fascinate me. So one of them was that he raises the issue of nepotism, and he believes they should have policies preventing nepotism, and I certainly agree. So this made me ask myself, led me to say, well, what is the situation with anti-nepotism policies across the Commonwealth with our 500 school districts? Because what I believe is that whatever is good for the goose is good for the gander. The rule applies to the charter schools. It should also apply to all of the brick-and-mortar public schools functioning in the traditional sense, the district schools. So <clears throat> it turns out that uh, the Pittsburgh Tribune did a survey, and less than 50%, less than half, of the school districts in the Commonwealth have a policy against nepotism. And I thought that was a little shocking. So then I thought, well, then what's the case around here? And I surveyed 10 public school entities because I added the CSIU itself. Of the 10 I surveyed, two, counting the CSIU, two, Lewisburg and CSIU, had anti-nepotism policies. Nobody else did. Hmm. So while I wholeheartedly embrace that we should have anti-nepotism policies in our school, that you can't hire your family that your family can't be working under you in a supervisory position. I certainly think that's a very prudent thing. But don't you think it should apply to all the schools? Well, I think anti-nepotism, you know, John Kennedy appointed his brother attorney general. Was his brother a good attorney general? I mean, if we talk about people should be judged by their abilities and their character, I think you can you can probably make an arbitrary rule about nepotism, but it isn't necessarily a good thing, and it isn't necessarily a bad thing. I hear what you're saying, Joe. However, I think that the public schools are a, uh, a especially challenging situation in which to permit it, because they're, they are very reluctant to hold people accountable, inherently very reluctant to hold people accountable. And to add this layer only creates a greater difficulty. I I hear what you're saying about President Kennedy hired his brother. <laughs> Frankly, you know, I wouldn't hold President Kennedy up as a paragon of virtue, but that you know, you're inclined to do that if you you 
certainly yeah, Joe, can do you're that. Making, you you're making the case against it. <laughs> no, I, I'm just saying that there are a lot of people who believe Bobby Kennedy was a great attorney general. A lot of people believed he was a bad one. I'm just saying that I think that we should judge people based on their abilities and their performance, not necessarily on their re- relation to someone else. Well, can you agree that that there's a challenge that is presented if a husband is in a supervisory position of his wife? Sure. I, I won't argue that at all, and that should okay. not be permitted. Okay, what about a parent of a child? Same thing. Exactly, right? So, it, you know, in our school board, when I served on the board, if, you're, if they were hiring your relative, that was on the table, you didn't vote. That was the extent of it. Just you didn't vote. But would there be an implicit, and this actually is a problem across the Commonwealth, that school board members, family members get hired onto school districts' payrolls. Wouldn't that be uh, problematic? The school board ultimately is responsible for supervising all those people. Don't you think that creates an untoward tension if my son, daughter, husband is working in the school district when I'm on the school board? Yeah, I I don't know how you're ever going to stop that. I mean, you know, you don't directly, a school board member doesn't directly supervise any teacher. You know, we hire you, and we fire you. Right, and that's about it. It's the same thing with police. But um, not an individual uh, board member doesn't do that. Right, an individual, no. an individual no, member of council doesn't people. hire a cop or, uh, you know, so it has to be a group decision. Now, if that group is unduly influenced by the fact that one of their members is asking for something, that's another issue entirely. Well, and in dealing with them, is it, wouldn't it be a challenge to deal with someone when implicit in this is that they're your boss's kid? Now, I'm sure, Joe, you're self-possessed enough to walk past that. And I'd like to think that I am self-possessed enough What's our willing policy? to risk that because I've made the decision based on what's right or wrong, right? And I have ample evidence. But don't you think that creates a tension? Yeah, it can. It can. It can you know, right. some people can handle it well. Some people right. can't handle it well. I mean, we got to go. I, you show okay. me the individual and their capabilities and and their performance, and I'll give you an answer to your question. And Cindy, I want to tell you, I disagree with everything Joe just said because I want to keep the. Uh, <laughs> the program going. Yes, we can. No, we can't. Yes, we can. No, we can't. So. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Thanks, Cindy. Yeah, Thank yes, you. exactly. Take care, Cindy. That's, we'll, be, we'll end where we began, and that's disagreeing vociferously for no reason at all. Lance, thank you for waiting. You are on the mark. Yeah, are you going with me down to Washington today for the big inauguration, Lance? Uh, our caller, Tom, oh, yeah. said we're going. <laughs> oh, yeah. We've already uh, rented a van. Have you? Okay. It's a, yeah, oh, yeah, 27 yeah. people. <laughs> You're all ready to go. I, I, I haven't got my 50 cow with me. Well, yeah. we'll have to cut a hole through the fence, though, down there to get in. Oh, I got bolt cutters and a cutting torch, and boy, we're set to go. Oh, well, Lance, there. though, the dilemma is that fence is impenetrable, they said. Oh, well, that's what they think. <laughs> I was just going to say, <laughs> why would you even say something like that? It's like challenging someone to get through. Oh, yeah, that's it. Well, anyway, about the... Uh, uh, school teachers and nepotism. I'm well familiar with it. It's a good friend of mine who, at our local school district, had as a premium substitute for about 25 years, while, according to him now, at least a half a dozen nephews and kids and relatives of other teachers got jobs right out of college and full time. So it really, really happens. And uh, the uh, charter schools, this is just real quick here, 
um, in New York State, they said that those charter schools hurt the minorities and the poor the most, right? Well, the top performing school in New York State last year was a charter school. And 80% of the charter school were minorities, and half of those were below the poverty line. There's a big article in the journal about it. It was really amazing. So, well, anyway, here, what we're talking about is uh, the grass versus the gentleman. And whether you, whatever you feel about Mitt Romney, he was the consummate gentleman, and the Dems ate him for breakfast. Did they not? You mean when he was running for president? Yeah. They sure did. Well, they, they were not very fair to him, in my opinion, but... No, not at all. Not at all. So that's what it gets you. And uh, insofar as, uh, like, rhino Republicans, there's a... Uh, couple little lines from an, an Edna Malay poem where it says, whatever is good or bad or both is certainly better than the none. And that's exactly what it is. Okay. Exactly. He doesn't like Apparently nuns. Not. Apparently not. <laughs> Anti, Anti-Catholic bias showing there. <laughs> I guess. Bad play well, on anyway. Sorry, Lance. You think uh, maybe the reaction to that uh, what they call an insurrection. Boy, that was a pretty pitiful thing, wasn't it? Yes, it was very, very non-effective. I, I don't think it was an insurrection. Even, even the three percenters said they didn't want to take over the government. They just wanted to get the Democrats and lynch them and get Pence and lynch them. <laughs> but they didn't want to take <laughs> no. over the government. They're, no, I just want to lynch a couple of people. Well, I'm just, I'm just saying, that's, that's terribly violent and wrong and, and you should be punished, but an insurrection is a violent Mark, overthrow of a government. Nobody nobody yeah. actually had a... Well, I guess someone did erect a gallows outside, didn't they? But I don't think it would have sustained... Well, it wouldn't have ha- handled an actual hanging. There's news today. It was symbolic. It wasn't even supposed to be used. Right. So I don't think they actually wanted to hang Mike Pence. I think they might have wanted to scold him. But, you know, the people on the left are making it sound like, oh, they had blood in their eyes. They came there. They were going to lynch people in the hall of the Congress. Why? Well, I, I don't wasn't, think you wasn't can, what was happening. I, I don't think you can summarize who the people were. But anyway, let's let Lance finish. We've got to okay. take a quickie break. Go ahead, sir. Well, well see, that starts to uh, sound like the reaction that the Nazis had to the Reichstag fire. I mean, it was just an excuse to go out and nail the people they didn't agree with. And that's what it's sounding like. That's what it's looking at now. And uh, insofar, you were talking about uh, our society is getting too good to do things. Well, to figuratively, I, I waded through the decline and fall of the Roman Empire here last year. And once you get out of that is the fact that figuratively now, when you get too good to shoot your own dog or shovel your own outhouse, all right, we got you. All right, thank you so much, Lance. Hey. Thanks thanks for the call. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. Uh, one of our listeners, in in response to the fact that we talked about Senator Toomey and the censure, uh, said he favored how Mr. Toomey voted, saying, I called Mr. Toomey and asked him to vote the way that he did. My call counted. I hate to tell you, I listeners. think he would have voted that way whether you called or not. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> Bob's got a lot of pull. 
Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. 1-800-795-9565. Not just any random series of digits. Oh, no. It's the WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show hotline. You can call us 1-800-795-9565. That's 1-800-795-WKOK. So far, we have talked about 17 different topics. And That's what you call a dog's breakfast. <laughs> right, nailed every single one of them. And uh, we're going to talk about another one right now with Al. Good morning, sir. You're on the mark. Good morning. Thank you. Uh, we're not talking about, uh, well, we're talking about the COVID-19 bill uh, in the Senate. There's $50 billion in there now for Planned Parenthood. So the taxpayers now will be flipping the cost again to kill American babies. We're under Trump. He, he quit funding the Planned Parenthood. So that's that's in that bill. That has nothing to do with the COVID-19. And there's multi things in that bill like that. We have like 9% is actually for relief from the virus. Is that what it is, $50 billion? $50 billion Well, Planned federal Parent. dollars can't go for abortions, as I recall. Well, not under Trump, but now they do again. No, I thought There's it was a law. Grand Parenthood. Isn't it a law that they can't do that? I, I, I just remember that there is a federal ban on funds that related to, to abortion. Yeah, reading it out, they took out Nancy Pelosi's uh, subway. They took out uh, Schumer's I Bridge. Schumer's Bridge. Yeah. They're going to read it out. And there's also a trillion dollars of that money that was given prior that are not handed out yet and the state our state has lots of money that wasn't handed out yet so you know, we didn't we didn't use all the ammo they gave us and we're looking for more that's going to stretch into years beyond this money's going to sit around and just sit there for years well there is money that was also that was going to go to stimulus payments for everybody and now joe biden is talking about only making certain uh less ultra-wealthy families available. I'm not sure what the cutoff is. It's probably too high, I would assume, since this is Washington. Right, whatever his puppeteers, yeah, whatever. Either either way, that would you know that would be true. But uh, yeah, so that that is a change. That's a compromise. Of course, the minimum wage got cut out through a procedural dilemma, um, and Kamala Harris isn't going to overrule that. I guess she has the ability to do so, but won't. They, they want to have like a bipartisan molecule included in this, so she's not <laughs> going to overrule that. I'm assuming. Yeah. Um, let's see. What what else were you saying? Oh, about Planned Parenthood. Um, that is. Hardly that, think that's COVID I, relief. That, oh, the trillion dollars not spent. Yeah, that. But see, that's that's perfectly normal. Uh, I think for money that isn't spent, that money that hasn't been spent, according to the states and the federal governments, this is money that's allocated for things that we haven't needed yet. We got lots of calls coming in, but um, I think some of that money is for things that just aren't available yet. Like some of it is to pay for vaccines that aren't yet produced, so that'll go there. Some of it is for schools to use as the spring semesters are under way. I think I'd, I'd search at what that trillion dollars is. I don't think it's just sitting around in a pile in a truck somewhere waiting to deliver. I think it's money that's allocated for things and it hasn't been spent. I know some of it is for vaccines that haven't been produced and that's why it hasn't been spent yet. Don't we need to help now? I mean, the kids are not in school everywhere. Luckily, some of ours around here are, but 
we need that money now. Why sit on it? Nobody's sitting on anything. Everything's allocated. Schools have gotten some money. I, I, w- I would just, ju- I would just. No, but they said a trillion you. dollars is unspent. Right. And did, did you not just hear what I said? Why that is? But it's unspent. Well, That's the point. Why issue more money if there's billion. an un? Hmm? What? The fifty billion was my main for Planned Parenthood. Right. I right. got you. Appalling again. And and if Mike Ax dollars are going toward that. Yeah, I think when that I ban right still exists. Maybe take them to court. I don't want to pay for it. Take that portion out of my money. I feel complicit. The whole country's complicit in uh, owning up to that. Okay, we got and, you. And, you know what? All right, we got you, Al. Okay, Thank you thanks, so much Al. for checking in. Really appreciate right. it. one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. Mike is standing by. Good morning, sir. You're on the mark. Yeah, the interesting thing about the stimulus bill is... We're not going to find out what's in it until it's after, you know, after it's passed. And, and from what I understand, there's money that's designed not to be spent for several years in here, and it's going to turn out just like when Obama took office and had to run his stimulus bill through with all the corruption and graft and money that was basically designed just to win the next election. So basically, taxpayers, in my mind, and again, you know, my mind is pretty far out there on the right, my mind says that this is just another bill that has a bunch of money stuffed in there so that the Democrats can win in 2022 and 2024. Good point. You know, don't you remember Nancy Pelosi saying, well, we have to pass this to find out what's in it. One of the great lines of all time. It is. And it's being ignored. And and the the reality is, there was a bill there that had $600 billion in it, which is about one-third of $1.9 trillion. And that money was for uh, direct payment, immediate help, and that was you know, supposedly all. But that was poo-pooed, so we have a bill that was totally written by Democrats. And, and to me, I, I thought Joe Biden ran on the platform, uh, we're going to unite this country. Well, uniting this country doesn't mean divided one-party rule, in my mind, again. He's trying to do bold leadership. Bold leadership. <laughs> well, somebody have to you wake know, him up first. <laughs> De- Devin Nunes. Devin Nunes is, in my mind, also is one of the, the greatest uh, people out there on the political scene right now. He's a congressman from Central California, I believe, and he's the one that fell into the plot against the president. You know what I'm talking about? The conspiracy between the Obama administration and the intelligence agencies to uh, sack uh, Donald Trump even before he was in office, and it continued until after he was in office. And now Nunes is the only guy that I know that is really calling out what is in this uh, so-called stimulus bill that's really just another uh, Democrat uh, boondoggle with a little bit of relief put in. So, you know, for all you political junkies out there like me, uh, look up Devin Nunes if you haven't already uh, found out about him. Study him and... uh, convince some of your friends to become more informed voters. And if I could just have one last comment. You've heard me often say how offended I am that the uh, Democrat left wants to cast anybody that voted for Donald Trump as a white nationalist, racist, and and, and very derogatory things in my mind. And I just want to say I have uh, three non-white children, and one of them has a biracial son, and he wore his 
Dr. Seuss one fish, two fish shirt to school today to be taught by a woman who is married, a white woman married to a black man. And this is all occurring right here in the formerly lily white town of Bloomsburg. Hmm. So anybody that says race, race isn't improving in this country, I think they have their head where it doesn't belong. Well, who says race relations aren't improving? Well, that's the message that keeps coming across, that uh, white supremacy is the biggest national threat in this country. And every time you turn around, the, you're, you're hearing one more news story about one person that's offended about this racial content in this book or this racial thing that was said in this school. It's a constant drumbeat. And again, this is this is what I'm my mind only. Maybe I'm completely wrong, but to me, there's this constant drumbeat that white people are a problem. We and it's not only uh, words, actions. Why do we have a situation where we have a president who basically says, "Hey, the borders are open. Come on in," okay? But he's only pointing to one border, the border to the south, where non-white people live. So basically, it looks to me like Joe Biden and the Democrats are in favor is importing as many people in from the southern border, but they're really not interested in having people come into the uh, European countries. They're holding them up as much as possible with all the rules and regulations because they want to import a steady stream of future Democrat voters. Well, Mike, if I may quote the Coca-Cola can that's gaining so much popularity, try to be less white. <laughs> All right, thank you. thank you so much, Mike. Thanks, Thanks Mike. Appreciate thank you your call. In. All right, one eight hundred. At least he admits he has confirmation bias through and through. So we appreciate that. That that really helps. Uh, let's see. We'll take the quickie break. Stan is uh, next. Uh, callers will have two minutes each when we return. When it comes to car buying, there's the no, other guy's way, Tom's and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. One of our good listeners says Trump was a lawless liar and stupid racist president. He lied and lost Facebook and Twitter. Just send me my $1,400. <laughs> you will definitely get uh, 1400 bucks, Bob. Another listener says, Good morning. Planned Parenthood does help people with parenting, testing, etc. I don't think they pay for abortions. Yeah, they we do would... pay for abortions, don't they? No, they do not. I uh, thought they but, did. Well, it's, it's more complicated than that. The Hyde Amendment back in the 1980s, I looked it up. and Can't spend federal money on abortions. On right? abortions. But there's go-round. There, it's very complicated. There's 100 go-rounds, so, um, including states that use Medicaid money for abortions, in which case it's a different federal dollar, different stream. Uh, but in any event, uh, it's it's a bad situation all around. Stan, you're on the mark. Go right ahead. 
Good morning. Uh, all these uh, kids coming across the border illegally and being housed in these cages that Biden has built, him and Obama built, uh, from what I understand, I've seen this report that uh, it's costing the American taxpayer $775 per day per child to have them there. What? That's a lot of money. That's a ton yeah. of money. You could put them up at the Hilton for less than that. And at the same time, we're feeding slop to our uh, National Guard troops in Washington, giving them unedible food. <laughs> That's wrong, too. Making them sick. Right. Yeah, making them sick. So, I mean, what's the answer? You know, the, the left is screaming because Biden, you know, reneged on his promise of $2,000 stimulus check. You know, but yet here we are. You know, at seven hundred seventy-five dollars a day per kid, you know, in a month, that's over twenty thousand dollars per month per child in these facilities. You know, these cages that the, the Obama-Biden administration built and that uh, old Joe's using again. Maybe there's money so in the stimulus. What's the answer? Where's the outrage on this? Well, I had asked Joe about this, and I'll ask you. Joe was uh, wasn't able to answer, but I'll ask you. I what... was able to answer. You just didn't like the answer. Joe wasn't able to answer at all. Uh, what's the difference between Trump administration immigration policy and President Biden's? Well, you see, uh, Mexico, we were keeping them in Mexico. I mentioned right? yeah, they were that coming policy up through, is still in place. And, and, and no, Joe Biden not. has basically invited the world in, saying the border's open, come sit, and we got all these things, and you know, all these uh, caravans coming from the south, coming up through Mexico. It's not doing Mexico any good, at, neither. So, and, and my understanding is the president of Mexico is not real happy about this, neither, because they're the ones that come through and destroys their country on their way through. Now, that policy and, is still in place, that the Mexico is supposed to house them and hold them Mark, and, no, and it's not. They're them. letting them in. They're letting them in now. They're giving them they're back to catch and release. Yeah, we're catch and release. We don't check them for COVID. And, my, and just there's a report out now. There's 200 people that they left in in January, February, they tested positive for COVID. They just left them loose in the Texas. You know, they're trying to stop the spread, but we're letting people that you don't test and, you know, that you don't quarantine, just let them go. No big deal. But then you're going to, people are going to throw a fit because Abbott says no more mask mandate. Now, that's not stopping anybody from wearing a mask. He's just saying the government's not going to uh, impose that upon people. But, you know, the left's all in an uproar because of that. But we're going to just let them, let these illegals come in. No tests, no nothing. You know, where, where's the outrage? Where's the science? Well, I think the outrage is, I'm hearing it right now. <laughs> yeah, well, it should be. And everybody should be both sides. I don't care what side of, you know, the ledger you're on as far as political, you know, thinking. This is wrong. The laws are being broken. You had a president before that tried to stop it. And it was fought the whole way by the left. And I don't understand that. What are they thinking? They think this is going to improve the country, bringing all these people in illegally, the undereducated, you know, depend, become dependent on the American citizen, the taxpayer. You know, if the taxpayers, if this country went out and broke laws, how many of those laws are they being given a passport like these people coming across the border illegally? None. All right. Thank you so much, Stan. Good points all. Very much appreciated. Thank you so much for calling in. Thanks, Stan. Chris, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in. Chris? You hit the wrong button. Oh, I hit the wrong button. I'm sorry. Tom. Oh, no, no, I got rid of somebody. You got rid of Tom. Uh, Let's see. Who's supposed to be on? Yeah, let's do Chris. There we go. Chris. I'm sorry. Go ahead, sir. I I can hear you still. Yeah, go ahead. You're on. I'm on. You'll hear us no matter what. Well, I think most of what Stan said is... uh, not too accurate and sort of hyperbola, but it's uh, it's even contradicts itself. 
How? They're letting them in, but they're holding them back. They're, they're, they, they know they have COVID, but they aren't testing them. I mean, how, how many different ways can you go all at once? Well, actually, I think so what I'm he said. Busy. I think I think what I hope he said. He's not shooting in those circles. <laughs> I think what I think what he said was that the the and I heard this on the news this morning that some one hundred plus people with COVID were allowed in, that were not they weren't stopped. They were just turned loose in Texas. Turned loose in Texas. I think that's what he was referring to. Well, we'll see what "turn loose in Texas" means. Okay. It seems kind of unlikely to me. But do you think anybody who's test positive for COVID should but, be allowed uh, into this your, country? Uh, your, your summation of uh, Biden's statement, uh, covered is bare, which he didn't really say. Yes, he did. He said the refrigerator was empty. Okay, well, whatever. At one point. <laughs> but he was actually talking about the... He already said that there were uh, 10 million doses a day when he came in. He said... He already said that. Yeah, but what he said time, was, when I came before, into office... What he was talking about at the time was that there was no... There was there was no uh, uh, plans on how to get it, get it in an arm. Then why did Dr. Fauci consider it necessary and, to correct him? And Fauci said that there was a plan for distribution. And he said there but was plenty there was of vaccine. The plan for getting it into people's arms was there, but it was very fuzzy. Well, your recollection of it and, and mine so are entirely if different. You, uh, just do the fact check on it. I read them, and it's complicated, and it's a little bit of a mishmash, maybe because Biden talks that way. I don't know. But they both came to the same conclusion that it was a. Uh, it was a. Uh, the claim, the claim that he said that was false, <laughs> in context of the conversation. Right, so you right. can look it up if you're really interested yourself. All right, thank you so much, Chris. Thank you so much for calling in. You're listening to News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury Financial Friday tomorrow. We'll hear from the Greater Susquehanna Valley Chamber of Commerce, the latest jobless numbers, and open phones. This is WKOK Sunbury.